0: Welcome to my Love Life Podcast, episode number 19, How to Thrive in 2021, Not Just Survive. It's December 31st, 2020. I'm your host, Lisa Lundy, author, blogger, YouTuber, motivational speaker, and podcaster. And what I do is I help people be well-loved, happy and healthy, even when life is very difficult. This podcast does not constitute medical or therapy advice in any way. And my music is by Howie Moscovich. to thrive in 2021, not just survive. Well, first of all, Happy New Year's to all of you. It's actually New Year's Eve, so it's not quite New Year's Day, but this is a time that I get very excited about. And I know that we're in a pandemic, and so a lot of you are in suffering mode. You're filled with depression, anxiety, sadness, anger, resentment, and all kinds of unpleasant emotions. So this podcast is to help you get out of those negative emotions and into a thriving, flourishing mode. So New Year's, just to give you some background, has been celebrated ever since calendars were invented over 4,000 years ago. And there are many traditions and rituals involved in celebrating the end of a new year and the beginning of end of a year and the beginning of a new new one, depending upon, you know, your, your custom and your culture. But part of the history of New Year's celebrations has to do with celebrating that we survived a year. And if you think about it, going back thousands of years, you know, they were dependent on crops and weather and all kinds of things. So just You know, completing a year was cause for celebration. Now, according to the research, uh, New Year's resolutions or making commitments for things you want to have happen in a new year are part of a universal human condition or human desire to have control over our lives because the future is uncertain. Well, back in the day, the future was always very uncertain like really uncertain, and we, growing up in the world in the last many decades, have become accustomed to a certain level of predictability or certainty about the future, which has basically been pulled out from under us with the pandemic. So setting New Year's resolutions or goals can help you take control back of your life. Now, unfortunately, the research tells us that uh, 88%, that's 88, 88% of people fail to achieve the goals of their New Year's resolutions. And we are going to interrupt that dismal rate because I have some steps and actions that will help you be wildly successful. So as we start a new year, beginning beginning with celebrating New Year's tonight, New Year's Eve, I want you to be well-loved in 2021. If you don't feel well-loved, I have a whole podcast, that's my first episode, about being well-loved, and I think it is the number one goal that everyone should have. If you already feel well-loved, well, God bless you, and I'm very happy to hear that. However, I'm intimately aware that many, many people of all ages of all backgrounds, simply do not feel well loved. So this podcast is about thriving in the new year. So here's what I'm going to be covering. And by the way, as a side note, I do do all the stuff that I recommend in my podcast people, okay? The people who know me very well know that's a fact. So I'm not giving you steps and actions to take that I don't do myself. So number one, what I'm going to cover in the podcast is a concept called getting complete because I think that'd be very helpful. We're also going to talk, I'm going to talk about getting complete with the year that's ending. So getting complete with 2020 and then steps to thrive in 2021, some takeaways and a call to action. So I typically begin my podcast with a shameless plug to visit my website and enter my giveaway to win free stuff, which I'm going to be adding copies of my new book to the prizes, which actually I just got a notification. So I think my new books, uh, at least my author copies are going to arrive in the next week. So I might hold off pulling the January winners until the book has come in so I can give away some books. So next up is a very important disclaimer. I am not a medical health professional or a therapist in any way. So nothing that I say in my podcast or my blog or my YouTube videos are intended to be therapy or medical advice. You should always get that from a licensed professional. If you happen to be suicidal or if you happen to be thinking about harming yourself, I am making a personal plea from me to you. I am begging you to please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. I'm asking you to talk to someone. I'm asking you to tell someone. I'm asking you, if it, if it means putting it on social media, put it on social media. People will help you. I mean, I got a Snapchat some time ago, late at night, about a guy who was just begging for help and needed someone to talk to, so I answered the call, even though I really didn't know him. I mean, I met him in a public place, and you know, we talked for two hours and got things turned around. And at the end, he was, he was shocked. He was shocked of all the people on his Snapchat list that I was the one who answered the call because of course I didn't know him really at all but in the end he said but it was perfect you were the perfect person to show up so what I'm telling you is if you're suicidal or thinking about self-harm please get in action and tell someone because people will love you even if they're strangers I'm telling you. Okay. So now I want to talk about getting complete as a concept because we don't talk about this. So here at the Love Life Podcast, Lisa Lundy talks about all the stuff we never talk about because I think we should talk about all of it. So there's this idea or concept called getting complete. I don't actually know if there's some other more professional term to call it. But anyway, the dictionary definition of complete is finishing, making or doing or make something whole and perfect. Another term for getting complete would be to come to terms with something and that's much more common language in society. So we we say, well, you know they're just still coming to terms with that happening or this or whatever. Um, and with a dictionary definition of coming to terms with something, is learn to deal with or accept it, and to learn to accept and deal with an unpleasant situation or event, especially after being upset or angry about it for a long time. So of course, that certainly applies to a pandemic where people are upset, they're angry, they're sad, they're depressed, they're anxious, there are all kinds of things about a pandemic, and the impact the pandemic has had on your life or the lives of the people you love. So getting complete is an idea where you're accepting what is for what is you're accepting what happened as what happened, but there's actually a process where you're dealing with your emotions. So 2020 has been a year of emotional pain. It's just the pervasive feeling an overall condition of 2020 is emotional pain Now we as a society are terrible we're just terrible at dealing with emotional pain and i do have a podcast that's titled using emotional pain to your advantage which i would highly suggest that might be helpful or very valuable to you because when you're in emotional pain it's just painful it is what it is it's painful And in my opinion, when you can learn to use emotional pain to your advantage, then you get some benefits. I mean, why not get a benefit or two or three out of emotional pain? To me, it makes emotional pain less painful, which is why it's a tactic that I employ. So the thing about getting complete as a concept is that you can Get complete with people, with events, with situations, with anything that has gone on in your life. And you can get complete with people, even if they're not in your life anymore. And that might be because they're not in your life anymore, or it might be because they're not living. They're not a living person anymore. But you can get complete with someone who's not in your life or deceased by writing them a letter that you then rip up or burn because... They're not in your life or they're deceased. You're not going to be able to give it to them. And even if someone's you know, still living and in your life, you might not want to send it. I'm not recommending to send letters that you write to get complete. And I'm going to talk about this process a little bit more in detail when I talk about getting complete with 2020. So the whole idea of getting complete is getting everything out of your system so that you're a peace. So here are some benefits about from getting complete. It will free you up. It will give you energy. It prevents you from dragging around baggage. It increases happiness. It will relieve you from negative emotions. It opens the door for new things. It helps you be healthier, that's emotionally, mentally, and physically, and it increases your peace of mind. So those are really cool benefits for getting complete. So let's apply this concept of getting complete to 2021, the year of the pandemic, and I'm going to give you some things, some actions to take to do it. So number one, I want you to take a pencil and paper or your computer or whatever device or however you want to do it. But I want you to write down the following. What happened? What didn't happen? How you feel about what happened? How you feel about what didn't happen? I want you to write down just anything that comes to mind. And I'm asking you not to judge or condemn your thoughts. Don't judge or condemn your feelings. Don't be ashamed or embarrassed. Just start getting it out of your system. Now, one thing that's very helpful when you're getting complete with either 2020 as it happened or a person is to have emotional skills that is something that sadly tragically we as a society and in the world are sadly lacking. So I do have a podcast that is emotions as a superpower. And in my humble opinion, emotions, if you know how to identify, manage, and process your emotions, they are for sure a superpower. So that podcast might be helpful to you. So you're going to keep at this process. What I just said, you know, you're going to write down everything that happened, the things that didn't happen, you know, your regrets, just everything. You're just going to write it and write it and write it until there's nothing left. Now, this is a process. Getting complete is not a once and done thing. Well, it might be, but sometimes it's a process where You know, a day or two, so you go through the process, you're going to write everything down, you're going to, you know, not judge and condemn it, you're just going to get it all out there, and, well, hopefully you're going to manage and process the emotions you have about it, because if not, you might get a little stuck. But, you know, you're going to keep going until there's nothing left to say, but like two or three days later, you might go, oh, I totally missed this aspect, and I'm really mad about it, I'm really furious about it, or whatever. So go back and do it some more. So it's a process. And in this process, you're emptying your mind of the thoughts and things you're thinking and you're emptying, emptying your heart of your emotions so you can let things go and be at peace and accept it and deal with it. Now, if you're new to learning how to deal with your emotions and you're new to all the Growth and development stuff that I talk about in my podcasts, on my blog posts, and in my YouTube videos. Then, learning to harness your emotions as a superpower might feel extremely awkward. It might be very uncomfortable. You might think it's stupid, or you could have a whole number of thoughts and judgments about it. But you can look up the term <clears throat> emotional intelligence, or just look at listen to my second podcast. I'm asking you to do this anyway because this is very powerful stuff and you want to learn the new things that you need to learn so that life is easier. Because we're already in life is hard, but life was hard for many, many people prior to a pandemic. It really was. Maybe it wasn't hard for you, but life was crushingly hard prior to a pandemic. And if you don't believe me, well, you could just look up the suicide rate in the U.S. and that will tell you how hard life was. So this is a process that can help you get complete with the year that's coming to a close because we want you to have it 2021 be the year that you're flourishing and you're really happy and you're well-loved and you're healthy. And so you don't want to bring the old year 2020 into the new year. I mean, you could, but I, I just don't recommend it. I'm not a fan. So here are the steps that I'm suggesting you go through. Of course, they're also the steps I do to have a 2021 where you're excited and you're flourishing and you're thriving. So number one, you're going to set a vision or goals. Now, that could be any number of things you get to decide. But here's my question, like what would excite you to have in your life in the new year in 2021? What would inspire you? What would make you really happy? Like, what would that look like for you? What would an amazing 2021 year look like for you? Like, you just like could could have anything. Like, what would that look like? Well, I know what it looks like for me, and I'm very excited. <laughs> um, so you're going to write it down. I mean, there's amazing things when you write things down and there's all this research about taking notes for classes and students that you know it changes your brain and really cements things so write it down the next part of this is though you want to feel it you want to harness your emotions as a superpower and i realize if you're you know not that high in emotional intelligence and you're just learning how to use your emotions as a superpower this may be a novel idea to you but what you want to do is attach emotions, the positive, very strong, high-intensity emotions to either your vision or your goals or your bucket list or whatever you're creating, and you want to be specific. You also want to be able to see it in your mind and feel it in your heart. Well, why? Because what we know from the research is that your brain can't distinguish from what you've imagined and reality, and this is a, a concept they actually use in sports to have athletes, you know, imagine in their mind them winning a race or the team winning or what have you. I mean, they actually use this whole concept in so many different areas of life in wellness programs. Why? Because it's research-based and it's proven. So, I want you to think big. I want you to think what would be amazing for you in 2021. Now, I understand that many of you are depressed. You're filled with anxiety, sadness, possibly anger and resentment, all kinds of things, which is why I suggested earlier that you get complete with 2020. And then once you're complete with 2020, because you don't want to do the new year on top of stuff that you're dragging into it, you want to be freed up. Like, why not think big? Why not think about the things that you would really love and have it? I'm just a fan of that. So you're going to write it down and you're going to attach your emotions to it. So just to give you a quick digress, (laughs) I talked about this earlier. Well, I'm going to have an amazing man in my life in 2021. I've just decided it. I committed to it. I don't know when recently. And all these things about men have shown up and it's just like incredible. So, but And I'm really excited about that and I'm really excited about playing racquetball. Although I do have to find a partner and that might be a little challenging. But you want to get excited and attach feelings, really great feelings to what you're committing to. So the second step is to commit yourself. I'm talking about making a firm commitment. Because anything and everything in life starts with a commitment. And the minute you make a commitment, like you've drawn a line in the sand and you're going to have it no matter what it takes things will start to shift. It's really kind of magical. The universe will rise up to support you. I'm telling you, you make a commitment and things will start to change. But I'm asking you to have this attitude of like, yes, I'm going for it. It might be thinking big and maybe it's never happened for me or, you know, what have you. But like commit yourself just like I'm committed. So the next step is something that I'm going to ask you part of, growth and development and part of self-awareness and part of using your emotions as a superpower is to be able to stop, pause, be introspective and reflect. So my next step is for you to stop, pause, be introspective and reflect on who will you have to be to have that vision or those goals become reality. So the question for you to ponder is, Who will you have to be to have that vision or goals be a reality? So I have some suggested who you might have to be to have 2021 be a year where you're flourishing, where you're just thriving, you're alive and happy. You might have to be bold. You might have to be courageous. You might have to be brave. You might have to be creative. You might have to be the space of love. Now that's not something people are familiar with. So I have a podcast about having more love in your life that dives into that in detail, but you might have to be the space of love. You might have to be forgiving, committed, audacious. You might have to be unwilling to fail or be willing to keep trying if you fail. There's no shame in failure because failure means you were in the game. You were in the game of life, you were trying. You might have to be unreasonable, you might have to be fun. Oh, I highly recommend fun. Like I'm a big fan of lots of things, fun of one of which which is being fun. You might have to be compassionate, or you might have to be blank, like fill in the blank. What what would it be for you that you have to be to have your vision or your goals become reality? And that's just something to, to think about and pause. The next step is also a moment for you to pause think, be introspective, what will you have to grow and develop to have that vision, to have those goals become reality, you know, and I'm talking about the reality where you are just so excited, you want to pinch yourself, well, some examples, you might have to grow your emotions as a superpower, well, I highly recommend that even if you weren't set up to go into a new year, I just highly recommend having emotions as a superpower, You might have to grow self-care and compassion. I have a whole podcast about that as well. Like the question is, what will you have to grow and develop? So the first earlier question was who we have to be. This question is, what will you have to grow and develop? It's just worth pausing and thinking about. Now, as a little helpful hint, all of my podcasts, all my YouTube videos, and all my blog posts will help you get some ideas on what you have to grow and develop to have this amazing 2021 where you are thriving instead of surviving because the problem is prior to the pandemic we had way too many people who were barely surviving in life they were not highly functional and so there's many 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 people if not the majority who need to develop new skills new habits new attitudes new practices to have a really life that they're that they're thriving in. So what will you have to grow and develop? And don't be embarrassed about it. Like I'm a super fan of <laughs> growth and development. I love it. I've been doing it since I was very young, like high school. High school was my first entree with the assertiveness book, which I talk about in my assertiveness podcast. But make a list of what you have to grow and development and think get on it so the next suggestion is to write down the steps and actions that are going to be required so that you can have your vision or your goal or your bucket list or whatever you've decided become reality like what actions are is it going to take what steps are you gonna have to go through you know do you need resources do you need help and I'm asking you to write it down write it down and be specific And to really be powerful and thrive, I'm asking you to put in some deadlines. So, you know, and and a timeline. And then don't be harsh on yourself if you don't make the deadline or the timeline. You can just adjust it. But, you know, a goal without a deadline is just kind of like a dream when we want you in reality. And yes, I do this for myself. I actually had set a goal earlier in December that I would make 20 podcasts by the end of the month. And this is podcast 19 and that's December 31st. So I missed my goal by one, but who cares? Like, I don't care. It was a bold goal to do 20 podcasts in a month, given that I was just starting, um, So, you know, put some steps down. What are the actions you're going to have to take? You know, and and put some, be very specific because you want to have this. The next suggestion is to make a visual display of your vision or your goals. Now, this is something that, in my opinion, is not optional. So the people that I work with on one-to-one coaching, this is not an optional step. They have to have a visual display, could be a list. You could do a lot of different ways to make a visual display, but you want to have something physical in your life that reminds you on a daily basis what you're up to. Like, why would you not want to do that? I don't know. So for me, I use what's called a master list. I've talked about time management in, many, in several of my blog posts. But I have a master list that I use to work off. I'm very inspired by it. I love doing them. It. It's always a great process for me because then I'll, I, like, I'm in the process right now of putting up a new master list. <coughs> and it's a time to pause and reflect and ponder. And, and having a visual display like that. What it makes very present to me when it's time for a new list or even just using it on a daily basis is the progress I'm making. I can see my progress on a daily basis. So somehow you want to have a visual display that reminds you what you're up to because you don't want to get caught in the drift of life. I want you to thrive in 2021. And the way you've probably lived life up to this point hasn't probably left you thriving. So it's time for different behaviors and different habits and different practices. So definitely, in my opinion, a visual display is required. Now, when I coach people, sometimes we talk about, well, where do you have your list? Where do you have your display? Where is it? Oh, no, no, no. Let's put it somewhere else where, you know, like when we find another place for them to put it where they see it all the time. You know, you want to see this every single day because it's what hopefully what you put on the list is what's going to inspire you. Like it's what you really want. So why wouldn't you want to be reminded of that? I don't know. All right. My next suggestion is to get a friend or a buddy or a partner in crime or create a team. Why? Well, what the research shows is that publicly committing your goals or your vision to someone, I'm not saying publicly committing it like on social media or, you know, blaring it to the world, but publicly committing your goals to someone gives you at least a 65% chance of completing them. Now, I know oftentimes people go, oh, yeah, don't tell anybody your goals because they'll try to undermine you or they'll ridicule you or whatever. And yes, that can happen. I mean, I remember years ago I told somebody I was going to write a book. And then many, many, many years later, probably a decade later, I still hadn't written a book. And they were like, "Oh yeah, well, you've been talking about that for a long time." Yeah, I was talking about it a long time, but I did it. And I not and I only did it once; I did it twice. So the research is in. You know, you have a much better chance of success if you commit your goals to someone. Now, if you have a specific buddy or partner in crime or a specific friend that you're going to work with that can help hold your feet to the fire then your chances of success increase to 95%. So this is one of the reasons in so many of my podcasts and on my blog and YouTube videos, I suggest taking someone on the ride with you because it's going to help you. It's going to help them. It's going to increase your motivation. I'm just not a fan of doing life alone. Yeah, I'm single, so I have a lot of alone time. My kids are out of the house. I'm like, you know, I have plenty of alone time, but I spend as much time with people as I can, even during the pandemic, social distancing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So take someone along for the ride. Because it will help you, it will help them, it will definitely increase, according to the research, your chances of being successful. And if you want to be bold, you could create a whole little group. You could create a whole little team. And you could really have some fun with this. I'm telling you, you could. The next recommendation is to get under the umbrella of growth and development. Now, all of my materials, podcasts, YouTube videos, and blog posts and books are about growth and development. Why? Because it's the access to love. You want to be well loved in life, I hope, I hope, I mean, if you're already, good for you, but most people are not, so, you know, you want to have access to that. And growth and development is, is will help you get to that point where emotions are your superpower. Growth and development will help you make friends and maintain friendships and give you laughter and give you fun. And in my humble opinion, growth and development is the best return on investment you can possibly have or get for your time and energy. And it's fun. Like, listen... I, you already know I'm a, fan, I'm a fan of fun. If it's not fun, I'm either going to find a way to make it fun, not do it, or find a way to make it fun because I'm just a fan. All right, next up, my next suggestion, again, this is also not an optional one, is to engage in self-care and self-compassion. Now, the, these are two topics that many people are not familiar with. I have a whole podcast that is devoted to self-care and self-compassion. It's one podcast on both subjects. So if you want to thrive in 2021, and I want you to thrive, I want you to thrive probably right now more than you want to thrive, but I want you to thrive. I want you to be well-loved and happy and healthy. And if you're not taking care of yourself or you have a harsh inner critic, that's kind of like, mm, yeah, that's that's not going to work. You know, this is what I call a foundational skill set for life. Remember when I said earlier in this podcast prior to the pandemic people were barely surviving life anyway. Well, self-care and self-compassion are critical pieces to help you thrive. Cuz you want to take care of yourself. So that podcast will help you you want to get self-care and self-compassion in your life and make it fun. I do it every day, and I have fun doing it. You can always make life fun, people. I have a little YouTube video about that. Um there you just sometimes have to be creative or change, you know, your point of view, but anyway, Self-care and self-compassion, absolutely critical to help you thrive in 2021. The next recommendation I have is to use a reward system to help you stay motivated. Now, you can look at some of the research, which is kind of like a little down on reward systems. But I'm talking about a personal reward system that you have designed for yourself, not some reward system that's like a generic. I'm talking about one that you have designed. Why? Because change is hard, and change is one thing that most people run from. They run from change. <laughs> like that, people don't like change. I'm not saying I like change either. I'm probably just, you know, a little skilled at change. So when you embark on change, and in this case, I'm talking about growing new skills and habits and practices and attitudes and beliefs. You want to be supported you want to make sure your motivation stays in place why well you've got this great vision you've created this thing this goal this set of goals bucket list what have you that you're like yeah I can't wait to have that so but you might have to change to have that so you want to have motivation also why I'm talking about having you know taking a friend along with you so I do have a podcast on motivation when life is hard. That might be helpful to you. I do talk about how to go through, I go through setting up a reward system on the motivation podcast. So that'll help you, but they work. I've been doing it for decades. I've coached enough people who, of course, implement a reward system. And, um, you know, you've got to stay motivated. So implement a reward system. The next recommendation I have is, something that many people aren't familiar with, but that is to make use of the self-fulfilling prophecy and not the self-defeating prophecy. Now the self-fulfilling prophecy and its corollary, the self-defeating prophecy have been known in the field of psychology for more than four decades. I don't know how many decades, but more than four. And it operates whether you know about it or not. It it just is a, it's a thing. It's a real thing. It's a real thing that's been studied. So, when you use the self-fulfilling prophecy, you're setting a positive belief or expectation. So like in my case, this amazing man's coming into my life and I'm playing racquetball. And then you your actions line up to support that. If you've got the self-defeating prophecy going on, you're basically shooting yourself in the foot because you have a negative slant and your behaviors line up to support a negative thing happening. Now, I have a whole podcast that's called uh, Psychology Terms Everyone Should Know, and I do believe that they are basic psychology terms that everyone should know. So, so the self fulfilling prophecy is included in that, but there's so many more psychology terms that will really help you. I mean, you want to flourish in life. So, if you're around people and they're gaslighting you and you don't know what gaslighting is, well, That's not going to leave you in a great spot. But if you know what gaslighting is and someone's gaslighting you, you can go, hmm, I think they're gaslighting me. Like, it's just really powerful stuff. So (coughs) definitely you want to make use of the self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, I do have a YouTube video about the self-fulfilling prophecy, but it's very, it's very, very simple. And I certainly am a fan of people understanding, I don't know how many terms I went through in that. Uh, podcast on psychology terms but I went through some very what I consider the most significant psychology terms that are really helpful and I want you to really thrive and given the level the pervasive uh, predominance of dysfunctional families I have a podcast about that too you know it's just likely that um, some of those terms are going to help you the next recommendation I have is to ditch any disempowering attitudes and beliefs and ditch negative thinking. So disempowering attitudes and beliefs may not be something that you're familiar with, but they are absolutely showstoppers. They are going to stop you from love. They are going to stop you from having this wonderful, amazing vision or goals that you set for yourself. I do have a YouTube video about disempowering attitudes and beliefs and I have a YouTube video about empowering attitudes and beliefs. But basically, if you think that you're never going to win and you can't win or your life never works out or good things don't happen to you, guess what? That's what you're going to get. That's exactly what you're going to get. So you want to have Empowering attitudes and beliefs not disempowering attitudes and beliefs and the thing about negative thinking is the research is very clear and very compelling Negative thinking is bad for your health now negative thinking includes being a pessimist overthinking catastrophizing Worrying too much. There's several things, but the research is conclusive It is bad for you in so many ways So you've got to ditch that and I do have Oh, a YouTube video or so about that. And and it's really something there's plenty of information on the web about how to be more positive. But of course, all my materials will help you with that as well. So that's got to go. The next thing that I suggest is that you anticipate roadblocks, getting stuck or any hiccups, because when you can anticipate any hiccups, roadblocks or things that might allow you to get stuck, you can plan for that. Now I have a little video about getting unstuck and you know, like when change isn't easy for people, it's just not, it's the thing we kind of run from, but you want to flourish in 2021. You want to have a life where you are thriving, where life is fantastic, no matter what's happening. And you can have that. I'm here to tell you, if you haven't listened to all my podcasts to know what's happened to me, well, I can't even talk about a lot of the stuff that's happening, but trust me, it is bad, bad, bad really bad, like over the top bad. And I'm still happy and I'm thriving and I'm thriving because I do the things that I'm suggesting to you. So if you have a partner or a buddy or a team, because hopefully you're definitely going to do that. That's something that you guys can sit down and talk about and say, well, you know what? And of course this is also where, by the way, growth and development and self-awareness is really helpful because if you know yourself then the more you know yourself, the more you're going to be able to anticipate what's going to stop you or what's going to, you know, help you have you get stuck or where you might like have a little hiccup. So talk about it with your friend or buddy or team. If you've created one, and make a plan to get through any tough spots because that's really helpful. So those are the steps. Those are 13 steps to help you thrive in 2021. So here's some takeaways. So number one, you could flourish in 2021 instead of just surviving. I mean, you could, it's a choice. You get to choose, you get to choose. Am I going to roll into 2021, sad, depressed, anxious, worried, fearful, or am I going to roll into 2021 with a commitment to flourish? Well, Takeaway number two, it is likely to thrive in 2021. If you want to thrive in 2021, it's extremely likely, very predictable, that you're going to have to try new things, establish new habits, learn new skills, and grow and develop. And Takeaway number three is you can do this anyone can do this I've coached people of all ages so I don't care if you're young or middle-aged or old you can do this and I can and I can also tell you it doesn't matter what's going on in your life personally or the world or society or what's happened to you up to this point you can take control of your life and start directing your future you can. For my call to action, I'm asking you to come on the road of thriving in 2021 instead of just surviving. I'm asking you to get into action, 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 of course, also dealing with your emotions because they're the superpower. And that last thing I'm asking you to do is share this podcast. We have so many people suffering in the world right now. They need hope. They need inspiration. They need to know what to do. Like people just don't know what to do or how to go about getting unstuck. So help them by sharing this with people you know or on social media. Okay. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. And I hope you thrive in 2021. I'm Lisa Lundy saying thank you for listening to my Love Life podcast, episode number 19, How to Thrive in 2021, Not Just Survive. I hope you're going to take some steps to get out of survival mode and start to flourish and thrive in the new year. Please feel free to connect with me at my website at www.lisaalundy.com to enter my giveaway and win some cool prizes. I want you to be happy, healthy, and well-loved. Please let me know how I can help you. I love you. I care about you. Thank you for listening. Take care for now.